We got a bunch on today's Locked On Angels. We have a lockout update, a stadium update, a quick preview of MLB's international signing period and what the Angels plan to do, and we got some recommendations of Angels things to read and watch over the weekend in this jam-packed edition of Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. I'm Steve Granado, your host, at Steve Granado over on Twitter, G-R-A-N-A-D-O. Of course, our Locked On account is at Locked On Angels. Angels news one, two, three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This is our Friday edition of the show. We have just kind of a bunch of quick little news and notes things that we need to hit that has happened over the last couple of days. And I just wanted to update you on what's going on throughout Angels baseball and throughout Major League Baseball. Let's start on the Major League Baseball side. As mentioned, we have an update to the lockout. Uh, The players and owners met virtually on Thursday, um, and there really wasn't much movement as we previewed on our Wednesday show in case you caught that Uh, we told you to temper your expectations and pretty much exactly what we anticipated to happen happened and what happened was kind of (laughs) nothing um um, there's really no movement here MLB made their first proposal since the lockout started and apparently that proposal hasn't moved much from their initial proposals before the lockout started, which, again, we anticipated here. This is coming from Evan Drellich of The Athletic. Um, he had like a, a little update thread live feed that was going on over on The Athletic and posted, players not encouraged by MLB's new core economics proposal. Quote, MLB's proposal today, that is again on Thursday, didn't encourage the players. A couple small changes. Expectations weren't high going in. So in that regard... The proposal actually went mostly as expected. Remember, movement tends to wait until the last minute or beyond. Again, that's from Evan Drellich of The Athletic. So again, we again anticipated this. I told you, don't get your hopes up for the first meetings. I didn't anticipate anything coming out of this, and that's pretty much what we've got. And it kind of seems like the growing consensus around this lockout situation and how negotiations have gone or haven't gone at this point, really, it seems that baseball games, notably spring training report time, might start to get impacted here. And it isn't something that we didn't 100% anticipate. I know there was a lot of people that were hopeful when the lockout started, but um, you know they were supposed to meet a little bit earlier in January. That didn't happen. It got pushed back a little bit. And here we are now in mid-January and really haven't made any progress, it seems. Um Remember, they're supposed to report by Valentine's Day. That's uh, about a month away now. Uh, as this episode comes out, actually exactly a month away, uh, February 14th. So I don't know. So what, if you're asking me my feelings, and I know that some people have asked feeling, my feelings about the lockout, I'm not super confident right now. I've never been super confident, if I'm being completely honest with you, which I always, I always try to be uh, to the best of my abilities. But... I don't know. It, it it just this lockout seems like we're treading water if 
anything or, you know, the, the car tires are stuck in the mud. That's what it seems like. And, and I asked, you know, our angels listeners over on Twitter, the last couple of days, I posted a poll. Are you confident the 2022 season will start on time? And the results of that poll poll are pretty split. Majority said no, that they are not confident that the season will start on time. 48.7. This came in with 78 votes officially. Um, Yes was 44.9. And the people who could not decide were 6.4%. So again, majority very slightly say that they are not confident, um, a, a, a consensus here saying not confident or can't really decide uh, whether it's going to start on time. So that's what kind of, again, seems the consensus around baseball. I personally, if you're asking me gun to my head, I think we don't report on time. I think that uh, the season is going to get pushed back. At least spring training is going to get pushed back, even if a couple of weeks at best, I would say, hey, maybe something miraculous happens and that changes. Um, But that's pretty much all we have on the lockout. We do have one more update here. Um, There was an article in the LA Times, and we have talked about this a couple of times. This is regarding the Angel Stadium sale update, which is going through legal processes right now, facing a couple of lawsuits. We've talked about this a couple of times, and full disclosure, if you've never heard me talk about the Angel Stadium sale. I am no expert in this. I am not a law professor. I am not a legal smarts guy or anything like that. I took one law class in college um, and I barely squeaked by on that class. Um, But so I I just wanted to give you an update on this and make you aware of this article. I will leave a link to this article in the episode description. So go read more on it. But let's go ahead and talk about it briefly. Not a massive uh, update, but just some stuff to talk about here. Um, A lawsuit is scheduled to be heard in court on February 14th. Weirdly, enough. We just talked about February 14th. Um, Mostly what's going on in this this lawsuit, there's a couple of them, but in this lawsuit, it's alleging that the negotiations for the sale violated a law that said the negotiations have to be public, which they are arguing were done behind closed doors. And that kind of seems to be how all this came about, right? When when this sale uh, happened, quote unquote, it was like, I don't know where the news came out. The negotiations weren't made public. It was with city officials, the city council here in Anaheim. Majority voted in favor. And it's just kind of a weird mess, right? Which is, again, why we haven't talked about it too much. And uh, because of this, this is now, or at least it's seemingly, again, from this LA Times article, the city released their negotiation timeline on how this all went down. So, again, I'll leave a link to that in the episode description. Um That one is coming from a citizens group, that lawsuit. There's a separate lawsuit that also is coming from the state housing agency. The article says, separately, the state housing agency has determined the sale violated a law intended to maximize development of affordable housing. The city has until February 6th to resolve that violation. So they have a little bit less time to resolve that violation. I've talked about affordable housing in the past on this show. I live in Anaheim um, and affordable housing is dwindling. If there's any at all, and especially here in the Platinum Triangle, which surrounds Angel Stadium. Um, in regards to this, just kind of a quick housing update of what's going on in the city of Anaheim as well. The city is holding a public hearing on Wednesday, January 19th, um, about the empty lot located just west of Angel Stadium on Catella. So very close um, to the stadium. It is within viewing distance of the parking lot. Um, it is just south of the stadium lofts, if you know where that is, on State College and Catella. So very, very close to the stadium, right by the watering, uh, the water plant, um, 
Uh, but yeah, so they're holding a hearing on that on Wednesday. There's set to be a 270 unit complex coming in into this area, um, which obviously they're feeling uh, comments from the public and the people who live in the Platinum Triangle um, to get their thoughts on the project. So I can't make it to that meeting. Again, I live in this area. Uh, so I have sent in public my public comment via email. There's that. Uh, there's just some things around this area most notably affordable housing, access to groceries, um, and, and just parking, and just a bunch of that kind of stuff here in this area, noise prom- problems and all that kind of thing. You know, basic city stuff, but all that's happening, um, just some areas that need to be addressed here in the Platinum Triangle. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is getting about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll actually want to eat it unlike other protein bars. You want to eat healthy, but it gets boring. I hear you. I'm right there with you. Sometimes you might be thinking, ah, this just isn't worth it. I want chocolate. Well, don't worry. Built Bar has chocolate. They also only have 130 calories per bar, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. And of course, there's a bunch of delicious flavors to choose from. I encourage you to go check them all out at Built.com. And while you're there, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Back here on Locked On Angels, your first listen of the day. As we mentioned, international signing period is another thing we want to talk about here. I am no expert in this kind of stuff. I have not seen any of these players play in person. I don't live in the Dominican Republic or Cuba or Venezuela or any of those. I live right here in Anaheim. So um, this is just coming here from uh, some research we've done and a little bit of help of uh, some friends of the show that have uh, gotten us some information here. So I wanted to share you uh, share with you what's going on in the international signing period, which opens on Saturday. Saturday, January the 15th. Um, so the international signing period just means like, hey, players can sign now with whatever teams. This can happen because they are not signing major league contracts. So if you're curious about that, hey, how come they can do things like this with players during the lockout? These players are not signing major league contracts. Here are the three players that the Angels are planning to sign when it opens up on Saturday. They are free to open uh, to sign whenever now, once Saturday happens. Um, all of these players are 16 years old. First one we have here, and again, I have a little bit on them. I'm going to leave more stuff in the episode description if you want to check out more on these players. Um, we have a 16-year-old Venezuelan outfielder, Nelson Arada. Uh, he is described as a good defender in center with some power potential with natural loft and bat speed and the ability to pull the ball. Contact-oriented right now and has a minimal approach. Again, that is Venezuelan outfielder Nelson Rada. We have a Dominican outfielder, Randy De Jesus. Um, he is described like this, a physical specimen, offense first guy with advanced approach, 50-50 hit to power potential, and maybe more empowered due to strength. He profiles as a corner outfielder. Again, that is Dominican outfielder Randy De Jesus. And the last player the Angels plan to sign, if all things go according to plan, is Cuban catcher Jonathan Lonares. And we have to thank uh, Francis Romero, uh, who reported this back in May. Um, Jonathan Lonares is 
a switch hitting catcher. He has an armsy swing, so there's some concern about his offensive impact, but he makes enough contact. He is an advanced defensive catcher with a good arm. So the Angels are planning to sign two outfielders and a catcher, especially a switch hitting catcher, is pretty interesting. The Angels haven't had a massive ton of success um, in recent years over their international signings, but hopefully now with Perry Manazian at the helm, they're able to kind of turn that around and start getting some guys to come in from overseas or wherever they are coming from. So again, those players... Venezuelan outfielder Nelson Rada, Dominican outfielder Randy De Jesus, and Cuban catcher Jonathan Linares are all expected to sign with the Angels over the weekend, potentially. Um, again, I'll include some links to some videos from Baseball America um, and some stuff uh, in there if you want to check out some of those players. Again, this can happen because, yes, we are in a lockout, but they are not signing Major League contracts. So I want to get out ahead of those questions. This stuff is uh, a little confusing, and especially for us who are stateside, we're like, I don't know who these players are. They're not going to make an immediate impact. Impact. Yes, these types of players don't make immediate impacts. At best, these players are here in three to four years. Again, these guys are all 16 years old. So don't get too high and mighty. Oh, they didn't get any pitchers or anything like that. I know that uh, all we think about is pitching here, but hey, you got to fill out those other spots. And if the Angels can get some guys in the organization that'll play in their uh, international leagues, hey, all for it. The Angels are looking to sign these three guys, and we'll see what happens in the future with them. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. New year, new updated website. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked on to get started. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, Vegas casino games, and all the way to when baseball returns. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on Locked On Angels, our final segment of the week. And I wanted to give you guys some recommendations uh, for some articles and videos that you can uh, digest here over the weekend. There's some cool stuff that has come out recently um, and some things that you should read, some things that you should watch. So I wanted to take this time to recommend some things. And everything I talk about here will be linked in the episode description. I'm going to start with some reading you should do. Um, just all these things kind of just make you a more well-rounded and knowledgeable fan. And of course, I have some things that are entertaining as well. Um, Sam Blum had a recent article in The Athletic, which I thought was really, really good and really interesting. Smart guy. We've had him on the show before, of course. Um, he put out a Angels mailbag that came out on January the 11th. Touches on everything from Carlos Correa to Joe Madden's tenure uh, to how fans perceive Artie Moreno, his personal I guess, non-interactions with Artie Moreno, um, all of that. He touches on a lot of stuff, and he did a really, really good job. It's one of the better pieces that he's written here in the offseason, so I highly encourage you go check out his article in The Athletic. And while you're over on The Athletic, there is another article titled The 2020 Breakout Candidates for Each AL West Team. That, of course, includes the Angels, so you would like to see what's going on in the AL West for 2022. Fingers crossed. Um, but uh, some of the players to be watching out for. And the one that they picked for the Angels, Patrick Sandoval. 
Talked about him becoming a breakout star, talking about his swing and miss type stuff and how he can make massive leaps in 2022. Pretty interesting stuff. You're curi- if you're curious on checking this out again, it'll be linked in the episode description. I highly encourage checking out this one as well. Now we'll switch on over to something a little bit more fun in case you missed this. GQ had a video they made with Shohei Otani talking about his 10 essentials, uh, 10 essential items that he needs every day. And um, I love this series. So Shohei finally got to do this. Um, GQ Sports puts this on, and I think they do an incredible job. It is here on YouTube. You should definitely go check it out. Uh, Shohei is great. Who doesn't love Shohei? I did tweet it out from the Lockdown Angels account, um, but I'll leave a link to the YouTube video. Very cool. Very fun. Uh, Again, it is one of my favorite YouTube series. Uh, They've had ones with Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr. They go all sports. Um, they've had them with, you know, NBA players, some hockey players. I know Connor McDavid has done it before. Um, uh, basketball players, football players. So I highly encourage checking out the GQ 10 Essential Series. Really, really fun and really cool. And Shohei did it. So, hey, it's, you know, 10 more minutes of Shohei Yotani content. While you're over on GQ, by the way, they also did a full photo shoot and a cover story on him. So you got a lot of great little nuggets of Shohei Yotani, a full detail of how his 2021 season went, um, his thoughts on becoming a few future star or I guess now a, a superstar in Major League Baseball and his plans to uh, really take the sport in the new direction. So again, that is over at GQ.com. Um, and I wanted to make you aware of some of the things that we've been doing on our YouTube side. Um, if you're an audio listener, we have brand new YouTube comment that it, uh, uh, content that is exclusive to YouTube. We are now making YouTube shorts, which is essentially just TikToks on YouTube. So definitely go check them out. We've put out two. One's about Shohei Otani, and the other one is a new series that we're doing over on YouTube called Mike Trout's Ridiculous Stats. So that's something that's going to continue to come out. Uh, We plan on doing at least one a week moving forward here, at least through uh, the start of the season. So definitely go check those out. We have a playlist started now on YouTube. Again, everything I've talked about today is linked in the episode description. We talked about a lot. Again, this was more like a quick hits type of episode, and I wanted to make you aware of a bunch of kind of random things that are going on in baseball and in the Angels world. So thanks so much for checking us out here today. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter at LockedOnAngels. Hit subscribe. Subscribe here on YouTube. We are still searching for 1,000 YouTube subscribers by opening day. That is our goal right now. You can call our voicemail line and be a part of our Monday show, which is coming up in a few days. 714-409-6396. Send in your Angels questions. We will be answering them on our Monday episode. Again, that phone number in the episode description is 714-409-6396. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for us here in today's episode of Locked On Angels. Have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the warm weather here in Southern California. We'll be back on Monday. Again, Angels content Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks so much for checking us out. I'm Steve Granato. Later. Later.